At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is VSIN tonight with veteran handicappers Matt Humans and Wes Reynolds on VSIN, the sports betting network. All right, welcome back to the big show, VSIN tonight. Let's talk Super Bowl betting, Super Bowl 58 right here in Vegas. Paul Bobey's not going to be here. He joins us by phone right now from Puerto Vallarta, Mexico. Las Vegas pro better, relocated to uh, Puerto Vallarta. And a lot of times, Paul, you were here in Vegas. When the props are unveiled, you're firing away on this game, but you're doing all your work from south of the border this week, and the Super Bowl is a family affair for you because you and your fiancé watch this game together uh, pretty much every year, so you're not going to be making the trip to Vegas, huh? Well, I was going to head out for that Thursday uh, opening at Westgate, but unfortunately I got word that Wes's couch was all booked up, so I had to take a pass. But uh, <laughs> Yeah. We'll be south of the border, and I have to tell you, this is my fourth uh, country in the last four years that I'll be taking in the Super Bowl. Last year, I watched it on a Monday down under, so uh, every year is different. I've been to 14 Super Bowls, so I'm excited to just sit back, watch from Puerto Vallarta. All right. On Twitter, at Paul Bovey, B-O-V-I, you can find him, and uh, he's going to have plenty of uh, best bets that are up on the VSIM Pro page after the show tonight. Uh, Paul? Start with your general analysis of the matchup between the Chiefs and 49ers and where that leads you with uh, some of the prop bets or and if you're going to have a play on the side or total. You know, every time I struggle with a decision, uh, I kind of know it, and that's a sign to go in another direction. So fortunately, there's an extensive menu of props here. We've tapped into them. I can make a case for both teams here, both for and against. Obviously, the quarterback differential is very prominent. Uh, But if you look at the Niners, you have to flat out feel they are lucky to be here. They survived the Packers. They came back from the abyss against the Lions, a deflected pass, fumble, some coaching bravado that just went awry. Uh, But leading me into that, I'm going to go with the Kansas City team total over this team The 49ers have not been effective against the run. I believe 45 carries these last couple games for like 270 yards. And even if you back out Aaron Jones and his 53-yard run, you still left at about 4.3 yards a carry. So uh, I think this Chiefs Chiefs team will get to the mid-20s. And while their offense has left much to be desired, Uh, This year, there has been noticeable improvement. I think a lot of that I would attribute to the emergence of Rasheed Rice. He had 36 receptions the first 10 games, 63 the last nine, three games, 100-plus yards. And we all remember how this season started out uh, with Kadarius Toney dropping passes against the Lions. You also look at Pacheco. Nine games, the last nine games, 160 carries, uh, I think 730 yards, 4.5 yards a carry, 
versus the first state, 108 for 459, 4.1 per carry. So they've really stepped up uh, in that area. And and that leads me into my first prop. And look, we've been on Pacheco on this show the last two weeks. He has rewarded us in kind. He's went over the number, exceeded it the last four, in fact, based on the number we're using here at 65 and a half. Now, he opened at 68 and a half. And it went up quickly to 70 and a half and backed off to 65 and a half. Why? Because of the toe ankle designation. But that toe ankle designation was the same one he had before the championship game. Nothing has changed. He's going to play. I have a lot of confidence. He's going to go over this number. And I also like his attempts. And I, I did send you the play. I got it 15 and a half. The number we're going to use here is 16 and a half because that's the widely available one. And you look at the trajectory of what he's done here. Uh, Seven of the first eight games, he went under the 16 and a half. Five of the last nine, he's over the 16 and a half. And one of those games was the Raiders. They were down by 10. Remember, a lot of these props are correlated. So if you do like the Niners to blow them out here, this is not a prop you're going to want to be on because you'll probably see more uh, passing. You will see more passing by Mahomes. The Buffalo game, only 15 carries, but Kansas City only ran 47 plays and half of their 361 yards came on chunk plays, uh, uh, six, six plays, chunk yardage, hence uh, they didn't run a lot of plays. So I just think that you're, you're looking at a, um, a team that wants to run the ball. Obviously, this will play better if Kansas City gets the ball first, gets a couple first downs, and you'll probably get five or six carries out of the way early on. Paul, uh, let's go to the other starting running back in the game, and that is Christian McCaffrey. But you're not going to attack the rushing yards here. You're uh, looking at the receiving yards. Uh, So while you give that explanation, do you think that that's maybe a sign that they're going to run Debo, at least get a a few more touches in terms of the running game uh, on Sunday? You know, I I do, uh, but I'm not going to make a wild prediction on that. I'm not sure. But what I do know is that Purdy will be under pressure here. Kansas City, 57 sacks on the year. That is second. 60 quarterback knockdowns. That is sixth. 181 pressures. That is second only to the Lions of the 187. And that's going to force some dump downs to McCaffrey. And if you look at Kansas City, uh, they gave up eight receptions to the combination of Cook, Murray, and Johnson in 10 targets. Uh, Brown and Mixon, six of six for 45. Hill and Edwards, five of eight, uh, 50 yards. And and throw out that that game against the Raiders because O'Connell just didn't do anything. So uh, I'm I'm just going to ignore it for the purposes of this analysis. But I do think McCaffrey can break off at least one. And I'm going to lead into another prop here because under the um, guise of all these pressures, I played Purdy to throw an interception. And I'm relying on the eye test here because if you look at the pure numbers, 33 touchdowns versus 12 picks, this is not a prop you would want to play. But it's also his first full season. It's a monumental stage. He has a tendency to throw across his body. He throws occasionally softballs, floaters, whatever you want to call it, and he'll be under duress the entire game. He may even you know, take a few sacks. He likely will. So I, I do like Purdy to throw an interception here. I laid as little as four, went up to six. And I do think that will take place. Yeah, we talked about this earlier in the show tonight. DraftKings tweeted out 98% of the uh, money is on Brock Purdy to throw a pick in the Super Bowl. And at DraftKings, that's up to uh, minus 130. So you got a pretty good number on that. You said you got minus 105? I got minus 104. I played it very early on. 
you know, and some numbers are just destined to go up. I mean, look, they opened up numbers at the Westgate, and you know, you're going to pick off sharp numbers. And the field goal prop that I played, I feel, was a very sharp number at minus dollar fifteen. Which, if we have time, we'll talk about it. Yeah, let's talk about it because I'm with you on the uh, McCaffrey receiving yards prop. I bet that one myself. I also like the field goal prop that you're playing here. Go ahead and explain it with the Chiefs to have the longest field goal. Yeah, you know, this is a prop I would normally not play, but I think the divide between the two kickers is so great. The temptation is overwhelming because there's luck involved as to where these drives will actually stall out. But all roads point to Bucker this year uh, in this one because this year, 33 out of 36 successful field goals. He has two 60-plus yarders on his resume over the last two years. One this year, plus a 56, a 56, and a 54 as well this season. Uh, and you got to go in against the rookie, 21 to 25, uh, a 57 and a 55 yarder. But a lot of those kicks have looked shaky. And uh, beyond the point that I just think Shanahan will not let Moody try a kick. He has uh, in his back pocket a weapon in Wisnowski because the guys only had two touchbacks out of 52 punts. So you have to feel he has a good shot to pin him in the, at the 10-yard line, at the 5-yard line, in lieu of trying a field goal, which may give – Kansas City, excellent field position. By the way, I did play Wisniewski minus 380, not to have a touchback, because based on those numbers, it makes sense. And collectively, the two punters, seven touchbacks and 111 punts, I laid $1.65 on no touchbacks uh, combined. So uh, I do like that um, that kicking prop. I, I think it's solid, and I play it up to $1.22. I wouldn't go higher. Well, the math makes sense for that one for sure. Paul Bovey with us. Uh, Paul, do we hit on all your prop bets, or do you have anything else uh, you want to squeeze in here in the last 45 seconds? Uh, I made a small play on Kittle over. I think you got to buy the uh, buy low. And uh, I, off the top of my head, I, I can't think of anything, but uh, there, there is and will be more, and I'd be happy to share them with you, uh, you know, throughout the course of the week. Uh, Paul Bobby on Twitter. And, uh, Paul, enjoy watching the Super Bowl with your fiance. She's a sharp handicapper. She could probably have her own show on VSIN, right? Yeah, I think I sent you one of her uh, tickets. Uh, you know, she hit like an eight to one shot, and she always rubs it in my face. Uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and I got to deal, especially after a losing play, I, I don't want to see it. But, you know, I have to smile and be a sport about it. Paul Bovey from Puerto Vallarta tonight, Las Vegas Pro Sports Better. But, Paul, uh, good luck on the Super Bowl and appreciate the time tonight. Great analysis. Hey, thank you. All right, quick break. We're gonna, we got an update on Kansas K-State. we got plenty more Super Bowl betting to talk about here on v tonight. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. 
Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is VSIN tonight with Matt Humans and Wes Reynolds on VSIN, the sports betting network. Put the VSIN experts to work for you and start betting smarter with VSIN Pro subscription. If you sign up on an annual subscription now, you get your first year for only $199 instead of the uh, typical price of $240. Use promo code tonight. Get your first year of VSIN Pro access for only $199. Promo code tonight, vcin.com slash subscribe. Wes, here's a Super Bowl betting fact for you. Favorites are 35 and 21 straight up. Favorites, 35, 21 straight up. Point spread is the equalizer. Favorites, 25, 28, and 3 against the spread. So from 14 over to uh, 3 under against the spread, but 35 and 21 straight up. How about teams that rush for more yards in the Super Bowl are 42 and 15 straight up, 40, 14, and 3 against the spread. And you got to think both these teams are really going to focus on running the ball, but I would think more so the 49ers. Well, uh, and ironically enough, uh, one prop that's been kind of sharp this week, at least early on, is Isaiah Pacheco to have more rushing yards. And I thought it was uh, interesting that. uh, uh, Paul Bovey elected to play the receiving yards on uh, Christian McCaffrey. I played McCaffrey's receiving and rushing yards, but I don't disagree with the Isaiah Pacheco prop or betting him to play over. This 49ers run defense has been gashed in the playoffs. In fact, the Packers were probably would have been alive last uh, week if they had uh, stuck to the run a little bit more, were more, were more committed to the uh, ground game. But the Lions really um, – really did what they wanted to do on the ground against San Francisco defense for uh, a long time in that game in the NFC uh, Championship. I I think as long as I say Pacheco is healthy, I like him to go over that number. He runs like a battering ram. Man, I love the way that guy runs. But I also think Christian McCaffrey is going to be the horse that the 49ers try to ride to uh, the winner's circle here. Whether it's going to be receiving, rushing, or both, I, I expect McCaffrey to have a big game. You would certainly think so, obviously. Uh, you know, hopefully you've bet those early, like Paul was saying, you know, bet it early because th- that's kind of a win in doubt. You know, nothing's ever uh, 100%, but win in doubt, bet the overs early and bet the unders late on, on, on these props. If you're betting uh, overs on uh, Saturday, the day before the game, or even on the day of the game, probably going to lose more tickets than you win. Well, we talked about that last week, too. Betting public likes to play over and yes on a lot of props, and uh, especially the popular props. You want to bet those numbers over early, and uh, you'd think those numbers are going to be going up by the weekend once the uh, crowds pour into town and you start to see, and a lot more people start to bet these games Mm -hmm. coast to coast, but especially here in Vegas. You're going to get a lot of people pouring into town later in the week, and a lot more prop action shows up. Yeah, a lot, Thursday, Friday, and a lot of the stuff that doesn't move until the weekend, until you get people in town, are the cross-sport props. I, I, I thought this was interesting. Uh, uh, the first cross-sport prop, you have to go all the way back to 1990, and that was uh, uh, Jay Cornegay and the crew over at the Imperial Palace. It was... Uh, who will have more points in Super Bowl? I believe that was Super Bowl 24. 
The 49ers or Michael Jordan against the uh, New Jersey Nets? Niner. I think the Niners won that. Probably. Yeah, Niners had 55 points, and Michael only had 39 against the Nets that night. So, God, 1990 was the first cross-sport prop, and now you're going to have like a, you, you're going to have three or four sheets on a packet now full of these cross-sport props. In fact, I've got the uh, Super Bowl prop packets here from the Westgate. Look how thick this thing is. Yes, and then, uh, that that that's the thickest one I've seen. And this is the one from Circa. But to be fair, Circa uses like the uh, the seven-point font. They don't use like the. Uh, 14-point courier new when you wanted to make your term paper longer. Very good analysis there, Wes, of uh, the, the print they used on, on the prop books. How about the South Point? Did you get that prop book yet? I, I do, and, and, and it, it's, it's, it's pretty thick as well, so usually they have a pretty full menu. Everything is done in the association for tonight. Six NBA games and all finals. And we talked uh, about a few of them early. The Warriors did close out the Nets 109-98 to in Brooklyn. And uh, Warriors were one-point favorites there. Clippers, this is a game of the night, 149-144 over the Hawks in Atlanta. And, again, the Clips closed four-point favorites, total 245.5. And And just barely held on for the cover, uh, by the way. Yeah, Yeah, three-and-a-half, four-point favorites, one by five. And then not the same story with the Pelicans, 138-100 over the Raptors. As 10.5-point favorite. Raptors, obviously, have been a sell team. They already traded Ananobi. They traded Pascal Siakam. Uh, uh, trying to go with that youth movement, uh, maybe build something around uh, Scotty Barnes, uh, who was their top four pick a couple years ago out of Florida State. But uh, Raptors not going to be doing much winning, and they didn't do any tonight. 138-100, to 100, uh, Brandon Ingram 41 for the Pelicans. All right, so we should talk about what happened at the end of the hour when we were at the commercial break before we brought on, brought on Paul Bovey to talk about the Super Bowl props. We didn't get to update the halftime, Kansas and Kansas State. Well, if you bet the first half, talk about a crazy finish. Kansas was up 32-30. K-State had about, a, I'd say, a 10- or 12-foot shot in the lane. Should have made it, rimmed out. Kansas goes fast break the other way. And with two seconds left, Kevin McCuller had a wide-open layup for the Jayhawks, mm-hmm. and he hit the bottom of the rim. Ball bounces out of bounds, go to the half, Kansas up 32-30, and you got a first-half winner with uh, K-State thanks to that missed layup by McCuller, right? But I don't know if I'm going to get a full game. I actually probably should have played out at the half and tried to lock in a 2-1. and one. This has been all Jayhawks so far in the second half. 9-0 run, 41-30, and uh, – uh, Kansas State in a whole heap of trouble right now. Yeah, 9-0 run to open the second half for Kansas, but you did win that first half thanks to Yeah, at least got that. That, that. that was a sweat. That was a really wild sequence there at the end. Uh, so uh, uh, two as a closer. There were a couple two-and-a-halves uh, out there at the close of business, but at least fortunate to get that. I don't know if we're going to be as fortunate for the full game, though, because uh, – there's been all there's been all Jayhawks uh, here at the Octagon of Doom. Yeah, I passed on the dog in this game tonight. Uh, one of the reasons I passed Wes is I bet Wisconsin plus two and a half on Sunday, and uh, I really like the Badgers as home dogs. I picked the wrong time to uh, believe in the Badgers last week. They played their worst second half of the season at Nebraska, blew an 18 point lead, lost the game in overtime, and yesterday against Purdue, Wisconsin shot three for 19 from three point range. It's on their home floor at the Kohl Center. Mm-hmm. Three for 19 from three and 0 for 11 in the second half and lost the game 75-69. It was a two-point game with about four and a half minutes to go. But uh, Wisconsin could not buy a shot from three-point range. No. And it uh, comes up short. And that's this was a huge week at the top of Big Ten basketball with Purdue winning that game in overtime against Northwestern, going on the road to beat Wisconsin, and the Badgers losing in overtime at Nebraska and losing at home to Purdue. Now it's kind of like Wisconsin went from what I thought was a favorable position to win the Big Ten to chasing and uh, is now going to be lucky maybe to get a share of the Big Ten regular season because it was a bad week for the Badgers. Yeah, yeah, it certainly was. And, uh, you know, Edie didn't have his best, but Purdue – that's that's that was a big deal for Purdue. That was a big win for them. Uh, not not just because of who they beat and it's tough to win at the goal center, but the fact that you your big guy didn't have his best. 
and you were still able to win games. Yeah, and 18, that's what you're going to need. 18 points, 13 rebounds. But I'll say, I, I noticed in the first half, Edie looked tired, and he looked like he wasn't playing with much of a spark. It looked yeah. like one of those days where he just didn't have it. Yeah, and, and that can happen, and you hope that that doesn't happen in March. And, that, and, and you know, that's the thing with Purdue, assuming they don't get fairly dickinson again, uh, that they actually play multiple games this round in the NCAA tournament, which I think they're going to. There's going to be a time where, like, Edie gets in foul trouble. And there's going to be a time where uh, Braden Smith and Fletcher Lawyer and Mason Gillis and those guys are going to have to carry this team when he's going to be on the bench and can they do it. Yesterday it was Lance Jones. Yes, Lance Jones as well. Smith, who both came up big yesterday. Yeah, yeah. because they can make shots now. What happened last year is in February, all of a sudden they couldn't hit an outside shot. And he saw them look very, very ordinary. Oh, the guards are better now. They are better Those now. Those freshmen were out of gas, and they didn't have Lance Jones. Last yep. Year, right? Yeah, so so I think that this is a different team, and that's why I think I, I have a little bit more faith in Purdue than most of the masses because, you know, you made that comment about uh, uh, the Clippers are the Purdue of the NBA or, or Purdue are the Clippers of college basketball, and they're going to be, you know, joked about until until they make a deep run. And, you know, because they've had some painful losses, Arkansas, Little Rock, Fairleigh Dickinson, you know. And, Texas. Yes. So, you know, this this, Peters. this year, no excuses. No excuses this year. But this this should be a Final Four team. Doesn't mean they will be, but this should be a Final Four team. I mean, if you look at college hoops right now, UConn, Purdue, clearly the top two, and there's, yes. I think, a little drop-off to the rest. Yeah, I, I, I mean, think so, too. I mean, that's the way it's going to be in March, but that's the yeah. way it looks right yeah. now, right? Yeah, look, I mean, a couple weeks ago, we were talking about uh, uh, Kentucky, like, man, buy in on this team, and then they give up 197 points at home this week to Florida and to Tennessee. Not vintage Cal defense, great offense, but this is one of the worst defenses he's had. It's a bad week for uh, the Wisconsin Badgers and also a bad week for Kentucky. We'll talk more college basketball. And more Super Bowl betting after the break. Back here in a few minutes on VSIN tonight. This is VSIN tonight with Matt Humans and Wes Reynolds on VSIN, the sports betting network. Omaha Steaks, you'll fall in love at first bite with their tender steaks, juicy burgers, air chilled chicken, and more. You're going to love every bite. It's Omaha Steaks guarantee. And for a limited time, when you go to omahasteaks.com, Slash VSIN, you'll get four free boneless chicken breasts, four free boneless pork chops with your order. Minimum purchase may apply. OmahaSteaks.com slash VSIN. Wes, uh, got to talk about this Super Bowl topic for a minute. Tell me if you think it, it matters at all. The 49ers are not happy with the practice field at UNLV. And uh, the NFL actually put a sod field on top of UNLV's practice field Apparently, the thing is, uh, I would say, almost unsuitable uh, for play right now. And here's a tweet. It's too soft. I think that's what the the issue is with the field over at UNLV that the NFL installed on the practice field. So the Niners have two choices. They could stay at UNLV and practice on the field they don't like, or they can use the Raiders facility that the Chiefs are using, which would change the schedule for the two teams. Obviously not an issue that the uh, the two teams want to deal with on uh, Super Bowl week. Maybe the Niners should go out uh, to Bishop Gorman, to the other Fertitta field here in town, and, uh, and and use that field. That's not one of the options, but that maybe that should be an option. Yeah, yeah, because uh, uh, that, that's some of the uh, nicest high school football facilities I've certainly ever seen. So, uh, yeah, the, it's, a, it's a nice field out there. I, I'm a little bit surprised at this. Uh, now, some will read into that and be like, okay, they're already setting some ready-made excuses because they're not confident. I don't buy into that. I don't buy into that. Well, what all. I read today is this, this practice field that they've uh, installed over UNLV is too soft and nobody likes it. Mm-hmm. But how could the NFL? How could the NFL screw this up? Right. Serious. And apparently, the field was just installed recently, and it should have been. Yeah, it's like brand December. new. It should have been put in in December, and they waited till like a week or two ago Jeez. to put the field in. So yeah. So um, um, you know, not not uh, not it's the league's fault, not necessarily UNLV's fault here. But it's a bit of a negative for the 49ers because uh, practice is not going to go according to schedule this week. Anyway, just something to uh, point out. 
with uh, go out to Fertitta Field at Bishop Gorman High School, uh, and then uh, uh, I believe off uh, off Wallapai. That's a that's a great facility. Anyway, with the Super Bowl six days away, that's not something you want to deal with if you're the 49ers. If you don't like the practice field, that's that could be a big deal. Uh, the actual Super Bowl surface itself, the grass field that's sitting outside in that tray outside Allegiant Stadium, getting a lot of rain this week. Mm-hmm. That should be in pretty good shape. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, back to uh, college basketball right now. It was 41-30 Kansas after a 9-0 run out of the break. Well, now it's 45-43. Your K-State Wildcats are right back in the game. Yeah, it looked bleak, and then uh, they went on a run. K-State gets the last ba- – or Kansas, rather, gets the last basket. Uh, before we now, I believe, have the uh, under uh, – 12-minute timeout here. Uh, Hunter Dickinson uh, uh, gave him the bucket. K-State, by the way, going to go to the line. Hunter Dickinson with 13 right now to lead the Jayhawks. Uh, Perry and Carter, 11 apiece for K-State. And look, one of the things I thought of K-State, not not just you know the fact that back's against the wall, you've lost four in a row, Kansas off a big win. I thought that their guards could 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 get to the bucket. On, on Kansas, and, and, and that's where, even though I think Harris is a solid defender, that's where you can beat uh, the Jayhawks a little bit is off the dribble, and uh, Kansas State's certainly doing that tonight. All right, we talked about Purdue's win at Wisconsin. Purdue's got the uh, rest of the week off until Saturday when the Boilermakers host Indiana. The Hoosiers are at Ohio State on Tuesday. Wes, take a look at the Tuesday College Hoops card. Buckeyes really struggling near the bottom of the Big Ten, open as... Six-point home favorites over Indiana. Yeah, I, I like the under here. I think uh, you have two very— 144 the total. Yeah, and and, uh, and it's been hit a little bit. But uh, uh, I think you got two teams that are pretty desperate. Indiana played absolute horse-you-know-what defense on, on Saturday. 85-71, they lose to Penn State. Penn State, by the way, did not have their leading scorer, Kanye Clary. They're one of the worst three-point shooting teams in the Big Ten. And they shot 12 of 22. They scored 1.37 points per possession on Indiana, who, oh, by the way, they didn't have, yeah, they didn't have Xavier Johnson, but other than that, they were at full strength. And Kilel Ware had 25 points and 11, er, and 11 rebounds. Uh, Malik Renew uh, gave you 16, and Baco gave you 13, Galloway gave you 12. Nobody else gave you anything, but they didn't give you much defense here. That was dreadful performance uh, uh, from Indiana. Because it kind of looked like, okay, did Indiana turn the corner? Maybe there's some sign of opt- a little window of optimism because the schedule makes it easy. But it's like you got to beat Penn State at home, and they got absolutely annihilated in, in the second half. I think they had a, a four-point lead at halftime. Meanwhile, Ohio State, they've lost seven of their last eight. They were very competitive at Iowa. A couple plays could have went their way. Iowa, by the way, I watched I watched that game actually before I did the uh, the uh, spot with you on the Friday night piece in tonight, and Iowa was up three. Fran McCaffrey, by the way, fouled three times in the final twenty seconds, up three, and guess what? It worked out because on two of the three occasions, the kid only hit one or two free throws, mm-hmm. so it worked out. Now I think twenty seconds a little early. Uh, yeah, to do that, you want to go inside uh, eight seconds. But some of these teams that don't do that, I, I felt Iowa at least played it better than most teams. And you know, a smart coach, which I think I think Fran McCaffrey is a pretty smart coach, played it right. Probably didn't need to do it the first time, but it ended up getting them a, a needed win. And Ohio State struggling. Look, this would look like the place to get right, right. against Indiana and. Indiana in in the uh, in the local media, like all, all the Purdue people, are like, "Oh, you never talk about Purdue because what's there to talk about? You're great. You're playing well, you know." And 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 I think uh, going after a bad team is better uh, for the, for the audience. And Indiana just a lot a lot of the commentary, a lot of the local radio guys there uh, going after him, and I think rightfully so. This team just doesn't look inspired. Right, looks like well, it has no energy. One of the things you and I talk about a lot is you want to buy on bad news. There's a lot of negativity swirling around this Indiana program yeah. right now, and Mike Woodson, the coach, a lot of people attacking the coach. Is this a time to buy on bad news? Could be. Like, uh, Look, I don't want to lay Ohio State. I absolutely don't want to lay the Buckeyes here because I, I, I think uh, – I think their coach is in trouble. I think Chris Holtman, I will be surprised if he is back in Columbus. I don't uh, think he will be. Natives are getting restless. This team, 
And it's not like this Ohio State team has bad players. They recruit good talent, but they just hadn't been able to put it all together uh, this year. So starting to see some five-and-a-halves uh, emerge in the market, so maybe at least a little bit of early action on the Hoosiers. Indiana's a big problem. I couldn't believe this. A couple weeks, I bet Indiana plus, uh, what did I get, 14 at Illinois? Mm-hmm. And the Hoosiers shot 0 for 9 from three points. Yeah, and, and stayed within the number. And stayed within the number and led but a lot of that game. That's the thing. They're just yeah. playing this old school ball, and, and, and you can't play that. Uh, you can't coach like it is in the NBA where it's like, oh, I got to manage minutes. Because when I looked at this, when we were talking about the Kansas uh, win over Houston, where all those starters played like 35 minutes, it's like uh, Coach Woodson, you realize you only play about 35 games in a college basketball season, if, and that's if you run deep into the tournament. In the NBA, you play 82 games. You don't have to manage minutes and substitutions the same way. And you also, in modern-day college basketball, cannot win a game unless you have Shaquille O'Neal down there in the post, which you do not. You have to make some threes in college basketball to win in 2024. All right, so Indiana to Ohio State, you would say lean to the Hoosiers plus six. Yeah, but, actually but, I like the, plays, but I like the under. Better plays under 144? Yes. Just one other Big Ten game to mention quickly. It's not a lot to talk about here, but Rutgers at Maryland and Terps eight-point favorites, a low total 126-and-a-half. Yeah, this, nothing for me on that game. Boy, this doesn't look like it's going to be a very, a very easy watch if if you're watching this game. Uh, probably going to be low scoring. Uh, uh, Maryland was close to Michigan State. Michigan State got ahead of the number late, sixty-three to fifty-four. Another ugly game uh, between those two teams. Maryland, obviously, still very good at home. Rutgers, not so much on the road, even though they did get a win at Michigan. How bad's Michigan? If Rutgers is going in there and taking care of you how by double Mich- digits. How about his Michigan? The Wolverines were up 15 early in the second half and ended up losing that game by double digits. Yeah, this was it was 47-32. to 32, wow. And Rutgers uh, closes, I believe, 37-12 uh, to 12 run at the end. Uh, how so. do you get outscored by Rutgers and this on is, your home floor? And this is a Rutgers team that can't shoot, throw a pee in the ocean if you watch these guys. They were 2-13. of 13. Derek Simpson was 2-3. of three. And the rest of the team was 0 of 10 from the three. You think Indiana's three-point shooting is bad. Rutgers is just as bad. But, yeesh. I think the number's about right at eight. I think Maryland should get this win, though. They're still pretty good in college park. What did Jay Williams say uh, a few years ago? The Juwan swagger. Howard is bringing the swag back to Michigan Well, I, I'd rather have no swagger in two Final Four appearances that John Beeline John brought Beeline me. went to two national championship games, yes. right? Yes. Saw him in the Big Ten Network Studios uh, last night. Yes. How about Michigan State? we got to talk about the Spartans on the road at Minnesota. I believe the Gophers are the best spread team in college hoops. we got that in golf betting coming up. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. 
and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is VSIN Tonight with Matt Humans and Wes Reynolds on VSIN, the sports betting network. You're working for a super offer for Super Bowl 58. DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered. Download the DK Sportsbook app now and use code VSIN. New players can bet five bucks to get 200 instantly in bonus bets only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 58. Promo code VSIN. Patrick Everson of uh, Vegas Insider reporting on uh, a lot of the stuff going on at sportsbooks around town. He was on the show with us last week when he was at the Westgate Superbook for the prop unveiling. He said at Caesars Sports, a better put $100 on the Chiefs to score exactly two points mm-hmm. at 10,000 to one odds. That would pay $1 million. Okay. <coughs> We're going to hear more about those uh, major wagers uh, all week long. No team has ever scored exactly two points in the Super Bowl, so it's due to happen, Wes. Yes. Anyway, let's start golf betting for a minute because uh, we we talked golf betting with uh, Johnny Avello in the first hour tonight. He's down in Scottsdale for the Phoenix Open at the DraftKings Sportsbook, and obviously that place is going to be crazy this week. Super Bowl weekend always coincides with the Phoenix Open, the most fan-friendly event on the PGA Tour. And uh, this event draws a lot of action this week, Wes, but Scotty Scheffler has won the last two years. We got we bet him two years ago at 25-1. to 1. He's now about 5-1 to 1 yeah. as the favorite. Justin Thomas, the second choice at 10-1. to 1. You are coming off two golf futures winners, over the weekend, and uh, you had to sweat these out a little bit because yesterday you got a playoff winner in the live event with uh, Joaquin Neiman. He had to go to a playoff. Well, once you got to the playoff against Sergio Garcia, you probably figured. Even though it took him four holes, but that that was one I felt I should have. I felt I deserved that one a little bit more because Neiman did shoot 59 on Friday. Mm-hmm. Had a four-shot lead going in the final round, and then, uh, of course, a two-stroke penalty uh, for uh, – uh, not not using the proper two club lengths uh, uh, for for a, a lie, and you know you would think a tour pro and a, a good quality player like Neiman and a pro caddy to play to caddy for a player of that caliber would know that. So he only had a two shot lead. Actually, gave up the lead. And actually, a two stroke penalty was assessed, I believe, overnight. Yes, in the morning yeah, before yeah. The next so, round. yeah. So obviously, and he started out a little bit cool. He did not wasn't making anything. You know, just was kind of making a bunch of pars. I think made an early bogey. And it was like you could tell that that got to him. You could tell that he was noticing that he wasn't rebounding from losing those two shots. And, uh, you know, finally, uh, you know, Dean Burmester was in the final group, went away. John Rahm uh, had actually taken the lead. And then he made a bogey late. Garcia, I think, was like a a couple holes ahead of them because they do that shotgun start. And that final group, by the way, was on the clock. And they were like two holes behind. Uh, but Neiman wins on the fourth playoff hole over Sergio Garcia. Yeah, Neiman at what, 12 to 1? 14 to 1. 14 to 1. All right, so you got a winner in live in the playoff. You know who faded down the stretch? And I thought, when I saw there was uh, three guys tied for the lead, John Rahm yes. would be the guy you thought would seize control and win that when Sergio and Neiman and mm-hmm. Rahm, and Rahm faded. One thing, one thing. That was uh, his live debut. Yeah, and 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 one thing I'll give Rom credit for, even though you know I'd rather him still be on the PGA Tour, but I I like Big John, and I like the fact that he's a competitor. He was not happy 
you know, about the fact that he wasn't able to get it done with the singles. And look, he went through all the rigmarole because they won uh, the team competition uh, and did the champagne and the celebration. Obviously, they get money for that on Liv uh, winning, winning that team competition uh, of, of the four on his team. But he was still a competitor, man, and wanted to win that individual. So that was at least some good because I watched for the first time. I've watched bits and pieces, but I watched that live broadcast because there was no golf at Pebble Beach, of course, because of the weather. So I watched it. You know, there are things I was like, okay, here's what I like about it. Uh, The little leaderboard on the side, that Formula One leaderboard is growing on me. I thought the commentators were okay. But one thing I could not stand is that they didn't have any like stat data. It's like you got an $800 billion investment fund behind you. Create a facsimile of ShotLink, which is what the PGA Tour uses for their data. Because I think it was one of the course reporters, I think it was the third playoff hole. I think Sergio is around 40 yards behind Neiman, and the other on course reporter is like, Yeah, I walked it off. It's 53. Like that should be like right there. <laughs> That should be, like, right there for a data. That's like a high point. school golf tournament. It, it, exactly. It, and the music playing in the background was freaking ridiculous. This is not a Saturday member guest Florida scramble. This is supposed to be big-time professional golf. I'm all for being different. Like, I didn't care. People are commenting to me about, oh, they're wearing shorts. It's like, I don't care about that. You know, I care about it being, you know, treated a little bit more seriously, and that's why maybe the public isn't going to take it seriously. But anyway, back to what I was saying about the shot data – you watch like a PGA Tour event, and all it is is, uh, you know, Jim Nance going, what's he looking at here, Dottie? 175 to the front, 186 to the flag, Jim. Sure. Like, that's what you're supposed to have because we're so – I'm data-driven a little bit when I'm handicapping golf, and I want to know, okay, what club he's using, how far he is from the flag. You want to know that stuff. Well, I mean, you could walk the course with a rangefinder and get the yardage. Right. And and they were just, like, guessing here uh, a, a little bit. But uh, nevertheless, walking Neiman that, uh, brings it home. Most of the players were wearing shorts, except for Fat Pat Reed, who was wearing pants. Yes. Uh, we, we got a tweet here from Easy Pickens. It said, being a loyal v subscriber and having lived golf in Vegas this week, is there any chance you could get Sergio and Fat Pat on your show? That would be appointment viewing for me. Uh, you know, I don't have the cell numbers for those two guys. And, uh, Wes, it's up to you. If you want to try to book Fat Pat and Sergio for the show this week, go ahead. I, 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 w- I would love to have the, the, those awkward conversations. Nobody likes awkwardness more than me. You know that. Uh, so uh, we'll, we'll see what we can do. John Rom's getting paid what five or six hundred million to join Live Golf. Yeah, yeah, yeah somewhere, pitch. somewhere around that. So he did the rigmarole where they had the champagne because they had the little podium ceremony for his team. So uh, yeah, nobody cares about team. Golf. I, I, I don't either. And team that was another thing that bothered me so on the corny. broadcast where they're like, uh, "Okay, you know the." Uh, the that'll get that's a birdie for the buttheads that gets him into fourth place. It's like the guy's six over. I don't care. Show the final two groups. Show Rom and Neiman and Kepka and the guys that are in the fight. Yeah, I, I don't care. I hate team golf. I don't know anyone who likes it. Unless I like team golf, well, but not in that format. If you're playing in a, a tournament like the Westgate uh, yeah. Superbook Invitational, team golf is kind of cool. This is not cool. Yeah. I, I don't see anything. That's the like about team that, golf that, at the pro that, level. That's like why this. we enjoy the Ryder Cup and the President's Cup. That team golf I like, but not this. To me, it's just a distraction. It, it sounds good in theory. I don't even think, but it's it hard to make theory. it good in execution, and they're still struggling not the with that. Cup. Yes, I don't even think it sounds good in theory. Anyway, the live event is at the Las Vegas Country Club this week in my backyard. And Wes, they're going to have to stretch this out just to get to seven thousand yards. Yeah, and and by the way, that event is Thursday through Saturday. This week, not the usual Friday through Sunday, because obviously there's uh, some kind of big uh, deal going on uh, Sunday afternoon here in Las Vegas. So Thursday through Saturday. You want to go up against the Super Bowl on Sunday? I'm, 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 I'm guessing not. Big I, 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 don't, I don't even think even Greg Norman's uh, not that. Uh, you not know, we're going to handicap this uh, the next couple nights, but I will say stay away from betting the guys who are going to be out partying every night. Right. Bet the guys who are more likely to be in their hotel rooms. I want to find the I want to find like the who are the Dean Martins that pretend that they're drinking and then drink milk in their <laughs> hotel room. 
That's what I. That's what I'm looking for uh, with Liv. All right, we'll uh, get into more golf betting. But Wes, you also had a winner, and uh, I can't say I'm real happy for you here because you shot. <laughs> you got Wyndham Clark. I got and, lucky on this one, and he got a 60. He shot a 60 at Pebble Beach tournament record 60 to uh, get to 17 under on Saturday, and then the Sunday round, Monday rounds canceled because of. Uh, Obvious, uh, the inclement weather yeah, that happened at the California coast. It and I bad. can understand why they called the tournament. I, I, I thought that Saturday, hey, this is probably it. Unfortunately, I had the guy in second one stroke back, Ludwig yeah. Bear, and you had the winner, Wyndham Clark. I got very I got very lucky uh, with Wyndham Clark. who uh, uh, That's unofficially. It's not officially the course record. The course record was 62, but they had preferred lies because that course was so waterlogged. And, you know, by the way, like, they were without power everywhere in the area for, for forever. Uh, I was reading some tweets from the players, the players' wives. It's like all the grocery stores and the restaurants are closed, so we got to, like, eat our, ba- our baby food pouches. I think, I think one, of them, one of them was tweeting out. So, yeah, the weather was bad, uh, the winds, obviously, and then plus the uh, waterlogged course. So I got very fortunate with uh, Wyndham Clark uh, holding on at 80-1. to 1. Rough life for those uh, wealthy folks hanging out at Pebble Beach. <laughs> I think they're going to survive. But you had two futures winners. How, uh, you know what? We're going to talk about uh, how much you bet on that because uh, bankroll management golf futures is a topic we need to talk about. Final hour, we got more Super Bowl betting as well. Stick around, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto. Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.